All the major news stories made simple and easy for your listening pleasure. We'll break it down for you in key words for this segment. We're joined by Adam. Good morning. Good morning, Lena. I thought you'd be back in the studio by today. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Sorry, I got Tomorrow. my. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> yeah, I'm not used to this. There's, you know, there's four screens in the studio with your face plastered on each one of them, and it's, yeah, uh, yeah it's overwhelming. A bit much. <laughs> <laughs> so I you're didn't staring realize. at me from you're staring at me from all angles, and I'm <laughs> a oh, bit timid. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's a bit much. I had no idea that's what you guys had to work through. <laughs> Yeah, there's the there's a kind of a tablet PC. There's two yeah. monitors, mm. and then there's this mm-hmm. computer screen, and it's um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> All right, guys. These are some of the technical <laughs> loops and hoops that we had to go through during the pandemic as I work from home. But today is my last day, so no more for Lena is watching over you. That's a little creepy. <laughs> All right, Adam, let's jump into our keyword news portion, hopefully uh, making sense of some of these major headlines. Uh, Our first pick of the day, as always, is a closer look at the pandemic situation in the country. Here's our first keyword of the day. Very high risk. So it certainly doesn't look promising. Uh, The current surge is seeing no signs of abating and critical cases continue to store. So what's the latest, Adam? Yes, health officials are saying that Korea's COVID-19 risk was very high over the past week. Uh, It has been that way in the capital region anyway, but uh, this is based on the results of the weekly virus risk assessment from December 5th to 11th. Now, the risk levels for the country as a whole were concluded to be very high. So it was the first time that such an assessment was made outside the capital region as well. Uh, The week prior, non-capital areas were at a medium risk level, so it's certainly uh, getting a bit more dire at the moment. Uh, The government has applied the vaccine pass system to more businesses, including restaurants, cafes and uh, places that are frequented by young people as well. Um, Only fully vaccinated individuals and those with negative test results can visit those facilities. These are one of the many measures that the government is using to try and curb the spread and also fines will be imposed on violations of these rules as well Uh, and the government is also looking to toughen social distancing measures even more to try to uh, stop the spread of course and um, the worrying thing is that critical cases are still uh, in the mid 800s and ICU beds are still almost at full capacity Uh, There is more pressure uh, and also lack of medical staff as well. On top of all of this, the Omicron variant continues to spread quickly across the country as well. Now, for the Omicron variant, the time between infection of a primary case and a subsequent infection of a secondary case, known as generation time, uh, was calculated as 2.8 to 3.4 days on average. This is shorter than the generation interval of the 2.9 to 6.3 days uh, that is known for the Delta variant. So there is certainly more evidence coming out that this Omicron variant can be or is more contagious than this uh, Delta variant. So I can assume that it's more transmissible than the Delta variant Mm -hmm. for the time being based on the data we've collected so far. As for the strain medical system, it's not even just about the ICUs. Trying to get the PCR test has been absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, When I first arrived in Korea, it took me three hours. Uh, Yesterday, uh, no, two days ago, Mm -hmm. it took me... 
three and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whenever yeah. there's a surge in cases, that seems to be the case, doesn't it? Right, I mean, uh, right. I think there's um, not too far from here. There's those drive-through testing centers that yeah. have reopened as well uh, in the Sochal district. And uh, the, I, I drive past there every time I finish up here. And the lines are like two kilometers long. And it's just crazy. You know that drive-through? That's where mm. I was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That well, massive line that like loops around the neighborhood twice. Yeah. yeah. That was me. <laughs> I mean, especially in this cold weather. I mean, not a lot of people want to be waiting outside, uh, yeah. waiting in line uh, for the test. So they'll probably opt for these drive-through testing centers if they have a, a vehicle or a car, that is. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, I was in quarantine. So I thought the, the safer means, not just for me, but right. anyone else in line was for me to not come into contact with right. as many people. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, drive-through. <laughs> Three hours. Let's go. <laughs> and your car's still on as well. So, you know. The, yeah. Uh, the fuel costs as well mm. <laughs> all right guys but in the midst of the pandemic we got to yeah. prioritize and and, and the, thankfully I, i'm actually glad to see that more people are adamant about getting their pcr tests yeah. just to be safe right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right let's turn our attention to a related story but this is our second keyword of the day first omicron death so the United Kingdom has reported that at least one patient infected with the Omicron variant has died in the country. Uh, mm -hmm. What's the latest of the story? Yeah, so it's the first publicly confirmed death globally from the new variant. Uh, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson gave no details on the death other than the person had been diagnosed in a hospital. It was not clear if the patient had been vaccinated or had underlying health issues. Johnson said that the new variant was also resulting in hospital hospital admissions as well uh, and the best thing people could do was get the booster jab he said people needed to recognize the sheer pace at which omicron accelerates through the population and that they should set aside the idea that omicron was a milder variant that seemed to be an assessment made by various health uh, institutions that it is more transmissible but uh, less severe in its infection but uh, of course um, he is saying that uh, it needs to be taken into account that the more transmissibility is certainly a concern as well. Now, the country's health secretary, uh, Sajid Javid, said uh, Omicron now represents 20% of cases in England, and he added that Omicron was spreading at a phenomenal rate and cases were doubling every few days. Um, European leaders and scientists, meanwhile, are also warning that Omicron could become the dominant strain in the continent, uh, overtaking the Delta variant, which is still currently the dominant strain there uh, and in most places worldwide. Uh, the European CDC says that this could actually happen within the next few months as well. So um, it's still early, but uh, a lot more data is coming out, but there's still not enough data on it. So, of course, do take these stories with a grain of salt, as we would say always. All right. Mm -hmm. And let's turn our attention to what's unfolding in Australia. This is our third keyword of the day. Moon Morrison Summit. So President Moon Jae-in and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison have held a summit in Canberra discussing mm -hmm. a pretty wide range of issues. So let's mm -hmm. take a look at the bullet points. What came out of the meeting? Yeah, the two leaders announced that the two nations agreed to bolster defense and security cooperation. Uh, they also vowed to establish a net zero emissions technology partnership, as well as work towards securing a stable supply of critical minerals and raw materials 
And they also upgraded the country's bilateral ties to a comprehensive strategic partnership. That's to mark the 60th anniversary of diplomatic relations, which is this year. Uh, regarding cooperation to stabilize the supply chain, Moon said Australia is rich in minerals and Korea is also a major global manufacturer of batteries and electric vehicles. So he's basically alluding to the point that Australia provides the minerals and Korea makes the electric vehicles and all that stuff. Uh, the two leaders are also vowed, uh, also vowed to continue to work together on health issues and post-COVID-19 economic recovery, as well as space cooperation and also uh, a, a digital transformation as well. Now, Morrison also announced a travel bubble arrangement with Korea that will begin uh, Wednesday, in fact, so not that far away. Uh, fully vaccinated uh, Koreans, uh, as well as Japanese people, will be able to enter Australia without a mandatory isolation period. Uh, and Moon also explained his peace efforts on the Korean peninsula, as well as uh, his stressing the importance of this declaration of the end of the Korean War. Mm. And Morrison expressed his support for the initiatives. All right, we'll leave it there for now and turn our attention to our fourth keyword of the day. Joining the CPTPP. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you're not alone when we try to over-enunciate this impossible acronym. Mm -hmm. Uh, Korea is taking the first steps uh, to join the multilateral free trade agreement known as the CPTPP. What's Mm -hmm. the latest? They could have come up with a better name, but uh, (laughs) I'm just going to call it the deal from now on. (laughs) But the finance minister, Hong Nam-gi, said the Korean government would uh, start canvassing public opinion, uh, especially after China and Taiwan joined the the pact. Hong said Discussions on the deal shouldn't be delayed, considering the economic benefits it would have. Now, China's bid to the deal may have actually alleviated Seoul's fear of upsetting its biggest trade partner. That was kind of one of the kind of the hurdles that, um, or one of the hesitancies that it had, uh, Seoul had about joining the agreement, in part to avoid damaging relations with Beijing. Uh, Korean ministers have also been reluctant to provoke important domestic constituencies ahead of the presidential election in March as well. Um, Koreans working in the agriculture, fisheries and SME sectors have especially expressed opposition to this deal because of the fears of intensified foreign competition. Uh, one downside to this deal is that members of the pact are required to lift up to 96% of their import tariffs. That's more than any under other uh, multilateral FTAs that Korea is a part of. That could have a big impact on Korean farmers, of course, because if imports and the cost of uh, foreign goods is cheaper, then these Korean farmers' uh, domestic products won't be as appealing. Um, Now, supporters of Korea joining the deal, however, argue that Korea could lose its competitiveness, particularly uh, against Japan, by staying out. So there's um, some arguments, good arguments, that are being made on both sides. All right, and on to our fifth keyword of the day. Uh, Steadily adjust debt. Korea's central bank has issued a warning about the country's mounting debt problem. What Mm -hmm. did have to say? Yeah, the BOK says Korea needs to, quote, steadily adjust the high level of debt it's taken on to support the economy uh, during this pandemic. And it noted that excessive debt could cause financial instability and take away room to maneuver in terms of monetary policy in the future or any other policy for that matter. Uh, The BOK stressed that it's important to prevent an excessive buildup of debt um, uh, among households as well well, 
But there are risks, it said, in the process of deleveraging that needs uh, to be managed to avoid hurting highly indebted households and the self-employed. It also mm. called for efforts to induce marginal and zombie companies to go out of business in what it's calling an orderly manner. Uh, the central bank also noted that Korea's debt-to-GDP ratio has been rising for 16 years compared to three or four years on average in the 42 countries it studied. And the rising debt and inflation could actually force the BOK to raise interest rates again uh, earlier uh, next year. So, yeah, the, the debt and the inflation as well, they're all problems that the BOK is trying to tackle at the moment. All right, and on to quickly our last keyword of the day. Neat youth. Too many acronyms. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Another area of concern for the Korean economy is a high number of young people not actively participating in education, employment, or even training, collectively known as NEAT. So mm. if we're asked to have a new terminology to define mm. this, how bad is the situation? Yeah, so I'm 21% of people aged 15 to 29 in Korea, so that's about a one in fifth of that uh, demographic, were not in employment, education, or training of some sort. So that's according to a report by the Korea Employment Information Service. It marks the highest, uh, third highest, rather, level among members of the OECD, and it was the third highest percentage among member countries of this so-called Paris-based Club of Rich Nations, after uh, Italy's 23.5% and Mexico's 22 Now, the estimated number of NEAT youth in Korea is nearly 1.6 million. They include about 778,000 who are seeking to get jobs, but there's also 507,000 who are not looking for jobs at all. 156,000 are either either raising children or doing housework, so kind of stay-at-home dads, if you will. And 92,000 are preparing to go to school or some sort of education. Uh, 53,000 are ill or disabled, hence uh, why they can't get into this uh, sort of neat category. Um, But yeah, it's a problem nonetheless. Thank you so much, Adam, for today's coverage. Uh, Sad to Mm -hmm. see you go, but we'll be joined together in the studio tomorrow. Isn't that so exciting? Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) See you tomorrow, Adam. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.